Previously on the Reroll Gaming Podcast, an unexpected arrival, Goblin on the Horizon, causes a fair bit of confusion among the elves, but for once, not Groth. So cares. <laughs> the shot so cares. Luckily, Crunch was okay. Thanks, Kier. <laughs> and he brought something with him. I have word from the lab. Treebark reports on the status of the uprising. Donovan led a charge into Brambleton, and with minimal losses, was able to free people trapped in the watering hole. It seems, since some Imperial they call a Hellrider returned, there's something odd afoot in Brambleton at the Huani Manor. Devilish creatures infest it. Strange bat-like monsters fly around the perimeter. Ghoul fever infects the Resistance hideout. We have lost three to ghoul fever already, and I fear it may tear this community apart. And the Kravnoks grow more hazardous by the day. Our enemies are greater in number than we thought, and they're on the move, so we should probably figure out what our next play is. A decision must be made. Following little debate, the first step onto the path forward becomes clear. Frostknuckle leads me to Davy. Davy is probably the best source of information that we have at this point on where Shadow is. A plan in place. Our dawn departure set, I have only one question. Will we survive the cold under the shattered sky? So as we were saying, um, the blood pressure is measured through the ass, and uh, the blood that is in your tongue has was in your ass probably not that long ago. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they've probably been there a few times today. Yeah. Wes isn't here to protest our medical uh, theories, so. What does he know? Yeah. <laughs> That's, I don't Honestly, think I think we should revisit the uh, pants shitting thing, too, while we're here. No. <laughs> no. No one asked you, Tanner. Shut the fuck up. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I am very excited for this next part of our journey. And I'm going to tell you why. I don't know why. Well, I do know, know why. <laughs> I'm confusing myself. <laughs> Is it because we finally died? I don't know. Do you know. smell toast? <laughs> Are you having a heart attack? <laughs> it's very hot. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure why this is the case. However, my favorite part of adventures is always traveling. I always love, you know, especially like the more treacherous the terrain especially you know Kravnock mountains that's a pretty spicy territory but i love we've, it we've been yeah we've been kind of building up to that for a minute i think now spicy yeah. or icy to get in there when traveling is where like the risk level is kind of arbitrary depending on how long it's going to take to get from point yeah. a to point b that's that's what makes it like a game game well and on that note as we are headed into the Kravnok Mountains. Everybody look in your character sheet. Make sure you got a couple of rations. Are we actually, now that we're venturing out of like any sort of civilization, are we actually going to start being concerned about food rationing? At this point, yes. Granted, hunting okay. is always an option. Yeah, in the Kravnoks, though. Right, that's going to be rather dangerous and increasingly difficult. I got two rations. I can make it on that, right? Yeah, you're good. Well, ostensibly how many rations could we carry because we have a bag of holding yeah i mean so we could we we could we i'd want i want to take this place for all that it's worth how much does a ration cost 
They're going to make us buy it. 17 gold. Should we buy up supplies like that off air? Zane, roll me a d20. Just a flat, just a flat d20. D20. Just a big old D20 coming at you. Divide the result by 10, and that's how many rations you guys can split for the next two weeks of travel. <laughs> is a four good? No. <laughs> is, that how many, is that how many copper ration costs? No. Unfortunately, okay. due to the nature of the cataclysm, rations are rather valuable and hard to come by. However... The temple will give you nine rations to spare for your journey. For all of us okay. to split? For all of you to split. How are we doing this? Like, how many rations a day? One ration a day. Can we person. ration our rations? You can, but you'll start to get fatigued. Mm, that's not... Flint Ugh. needs at least three solid rations a day to <laughs> feel, feel good about where he's at. I have a... Uh, We're pretty Cross probably needs like 20. 8,000 calories. <laughs> yeah. Well, how many does anybody have any on their characters? Yeah, two. Tanner, I think in all of the years of me playing in your campaigns, I think this is the first time you have ever even like entertained the idea of having to worry about like rations and food and stuff. I mean, yeah, but I think it makes sense going into the crab knocks. No, our last campaign took place entirely in a city. That's true. Yeah. In our campaign that I played without you guys with Tanner. He made us when we went into the dunes of sand and time. Yeah, I mean, I think once you get into the place where it's fringe society and there's not a lot of places, that is increasingly difficult, is hunger. I have two rations. um, I'm putting the nine rations in the bank of Blackreach, just so we all know how much we have between us. Since we did convert convert, um, to a new game system, everybody... Should have two rations. We'll give you okay. all two okay. rations. You can count mine in because I don't have any listed in my inventory. So that'd be an extra 10 if we all put ours in. So 19 total rations in the bank. All right, I'll take mine out of my bag. <laughs> is, that where, is that how you guys want to do it? I'm good Probably with that. the easiest. Yeah, I would, I would rather have one bank. Okay. Um. So how many total are we putting in the bank then? 19. 19. Including the ones we just received? Yep. yep. Okay. We received nine, number. and there's ten between us. So. Okay, cool. 19, so you'll definitely eight. have to do some hunting passing through the crab knock. Well, that's like cool. almost four days worth of food, right? Star's good at that, right? One a day. Almost four days. Okay. Yeah. Can anyone else try to persuade these people to give us more, or no? No, that's just all they can spare. Okay. So let's steal it then instead. <laughs> steal from no, these people who have no, done nothing no. but give. Yeah. <laughs> Take what they can't spare. Uh, <laughs> then we'll before we longer. set out, uh, you're holding out on me. Uh, you before have that we weird out. little choo-choo pet thing. I'm I'm gonna take no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> my choo-choo. All right, that's twenty rations. <laughs> Tastes but... like boiled beets. <laughs> I feel really good after chewing its toe. <laughs> Choo Choo doesn't have a or Pew Pew doesn't have a soul. Oh yeah, I was like, that's not right. But no, I would. I didn't remember his name, so I just <laughs> I, said something. <laughs> it worked. He's about to be Choo Choo. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Flint wanted to talk to Crunch before they leave, assuming that Crunch isn't coming with us. No, also, Crunch is gonna head back. Um, 
In yeah. fact, you probably find him. This probably happens shortly after the events of last episode, but you find him trying to pull a bed still <laughs> in its wooden frame out of a private re- residential room as this cook or cook's assistant is beating crunch with a broom and he's like no you don't understand i really need this i don't have a lot of time i don't have, ah, stop ah. he's bringing the bed to kiaran in like where she there he thinks she's still in the yeah. dining hall and he's trying to drag the entire you thing. can hear like the wood scraping against the stone like <laughs> yeah flint will just go up and take the broom from the from the person just be like no you gotta you gotta really put your back into it you gotta go laterally it's a good way to like you know you gotta get your weight behind it just kind of swats crunch away from the bed yeah, yeah the level seven adventurer slams this level one <laughs> goblin to the stone ground he isn't leveled up he's, he's probably leveled up no way he can make it up here level one sir's <laughs> so like uh, we're really sorry he we haven't house trained him yet uh we just really haven't had time we're kind of busy where's groff i need his help i need this bed out of here <laughs> <laughs> do you have a spray bottle by chance that usually works <laughs> he hisses uh, <laughs> Flint will like lean down and say Crunch listen Kiaren's got a very important job that she needs you to do it'd be a really easy way to get on her good side oh. you think hey how does this potion make me look <laughs> oh, it's fantastic oh. honestly how- the potion was the potion was supposed to be for me but like I don't stand a chance against the, just the pure raw masculinity that you exude so you know I defer to the better man he puts his hand on your arm and he's like you'll get there buddy <laughs> well it's the same thing with this job I, I just don't I was supposed to do it but I feel like you're really just the man for this specific mission you know and it's for Kiaren? Oh, of course. All right. What is it? So, uh, you remember our friend Raven, yeah, from the laboratory? Uh, yes. She's going to be heading to that big smoldering pit of ash, Godfrey's watch. And if you can, it would be great if you could intercept her before she gets there and let her know what has happened to it. That there's nothing left to find there. I mean, Raven left at the same time as I did, so I don't think I'll be able to catch her, but I can try. At least try to find her and tell her that we were in the area. Tell her. In fact, and then Flint just kind of scribbles down a summary of, like, what we know about Godfrey's watch and, like, what's going on with, like, Hogoth and stuff and just say, this is a really important message that I need you to get to her. I shall hide it in my rectum. (laughs) Good man. Up the poop chute, out the door. <laughs> Efficient. That's why we keep you around. Her crunch. <laughs> Don't call him but yeah, suitcase just, for nothing. Just a general like briefing on sort of the situation and also what our next steps are that we're going to be heading north and we're trailing Frost Knuckle. I'll put this in my bag and I'll, I'll leave in the morning after I warm my bones a little bit. But if there's anything anybody else wants to send back, I, I'll head there and then I'm going to head back to the lab. Bo will probably show up with the, uh, or he probably already has the stuff in his supplies or supply bag. So, eh. um, Star will probably send back a letter that I will write for you later. But just a letter back to uh, 
ever tree wiener, whatever his name is. Ever tree bird wiener? wiener? Yeah, ever tree bird, bird wiener. Yeah. <laughs> bird wiener. We're getting That's so far from his name. <laughs> bird leaf. Uh, could After we talked in the dining before Falling Bow to help, I did want to grab Garoth for a second. Um, you, you'd probably catch him like using a little a little stamp to uh, embed the words watch the hillsides on a little just a little piece of slag from some cold steel cold iron sorry cold iron, and, dark, uh, iron. dark steel cold dark uh, sh- stop it shut up space gray <laughs> don't start this again dark mac no such thing as space gray <laughs> ah look at the wonderful grays of space she's uh, good Good. Yeah, and just handing it to Crunch and saying, "You make sure this gets to Louis, okay? He's gonna need this." I'm so glad this is not that heavy. <laughs> Put in my finest craftsman work for you. Well, yeah. while you're okay. while you're stamping it in, before you go find Crunch with it, she will be pull out her book and pull out the thing from Crunch that he gave her, and be like. Groth, you're close to Crunch, aren't you? You seem to care about him. Oh, very much. More than I've cared about anything. What do you think this is? And she'll show it to him. Groth kind of like... <clears throat> um, I hate to be the one to break this to you, because I really thought you'd picked up on it by now. That little man's got a lover. He has a lover? Yeah. And her name did is... he give? Did he give you one too? Is he just telling everyone? <coughs> oh, he tells everyone, but not quite like this. <laughs> Little Crunch is becoming a man. <laughs> well, I good for him, I guess. That is. Say <laughs> so what? I said good for him. I guess that is uh, good news. Well, I'm just going to tell you this: if you break his heart, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> run off crying. <laughs> oh man, these uh, new allies are quite strange. Everybody's so emotional. <laughs> There's moments where Groth reminds me of like Kronk from uh, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Groth's gonna have to have the birds and the bugbears talk with uh, talk with the birds <laughs> and the wieners, and the birds and the wieners talk. The star, I think, wanders or is like standing over Kieran watching. Everyone be stupid, and she's like, eh, you kind of get used to it after a while. <laughs> it's the morning, right? We're kind of packing up and getting ready to leave. Yeah. Okay. We'll say that's where we pick up. The dawn has just risen. The orange... Well, actually, no, it hasn't, because it never rises anymore. Right. So, Regardless, Flint is doing yoga out in the, the central courtyard. Naked. Just part of business. Roll yeah, me a fortitude check. It is frigid. <laughs> <laughs> but at this point, the ever darkness starts to gleam towards a dim sense of light and whatever could possibly be considered a morning in this strange, strange world. And as you guys are preparing, Jessica Windov, better known as Vesserin. And Oracle Olsen are seeing you off. Well, not the Oracle so much, but he's hearing you. 
and both you guys holding are... both of their hands. No, I'm just kidding. That'd be weird. Bo <laughs> wants to hold both stroke. their hands. Oh, is he stroking us off? No, oh. <laughs> just corking us off. It's <laughs> corking us off. <laughs> They're popping champagne in honor of our leaving. <laughs> you could also see that Vesseran is like looking at Crunch like a spoiled piece of meat. It's like, who is the, who is this creature again? It's our messenger. More like a pet. And if you ever heard of a can, I'll come down and burn this fucking beautiful temple to the ground and I'll be very (laughs) sad about it. Whoa. (laughs) Got that, Spiritson? She's on the wall, just gives a salute. (laughs) It is always good to talk before shooting, if you can. You can't blame her for being a little jumpy these days. I mean, you gotta hand it to her. One one goblin by himself is definitely a little weird. I'd say so. But he's crunch. He can take a hit. Get up. Keep on coming. I almost died. Look at him. He exudes just sheer rugged <laughs> manliness. <laughs> I get headaches constantly. <laughs> I think I have diaper rash. <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't changed my diaper from episode three. Karen will clap him on the shoulder and be like, all that, and I do hear there's congratulations in order. Um, for what? I am told you took a lover. I did? (laughs) He looks at you with this wide, toothy grin. (laughs) You seem so happy. I'm glad for you. I'm glad for you, for I'm, I'm glad for you. Is this is I'm unfamiliar with your elven ways. Also, I didn't think I'd make it this far, so I'm not I don't really, really sure know what to, what to do. do from here. It's like when you get a girlfriend in like early, like you know, grade school, like in elementary school yeah. or something, and you don't even like hold their hand because you're just like petrified. <laughs> okay, well, goodbye. we all must learn each other's ways. <laughs> yep. Are you sure you guys are ready for the Kravnox? This is not going to be an easy journey. He just ignored that whole part of where the goblins <laughs> and the... <laughs> I'd rather not <laughs> think about it. <laughs> I'm kind of I disgusted. Don't address it. <laughs> anyway. Don't encourage it. <laughs> it might go away on its own. I'm just scared and disoriented. <laughs> it might go away Stay. on its own, but we're literally going away right now, so he's good, I think. That's true. Uh, don't I you mean, worry. Yeah, There's a couple of us have been out there before. We know some ways of getting around, finding food that maybe not everybody has ever thought about. You just gotta keep your head down and keep moving. Right. Star says, well, I guess we would stay, but uh, it doesn't seem like you have enough food for us, so... We'll take our chances. Took all of it, you know? (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. We have plenty of rations and, like, spirits. It's back there. I mean, to be fucking big that guy is, he's going to eat all of that shit. No, stop it. (laughs) To be fair, most of their food is definitely perishable because they rely on the biodome for a lot of it. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine we probably eat a 
probably a decent meal before we head out. So we're oh, yeah, probably good yeah. for at least You'll a be good day. today. Yeah. They or maybe take some salted there? pork or something with you for today. I mean, even even some perishable stuff would keep until the evening, I'm sure. Right. McGrath's easily, got like the... After that, not so much. Bag of holding just full of snow. <laughs> like the <laughs> dried preserved rations inside of there. I'm keeping them cold, guys. See? See? It's actually a good question. Water sloshes around <laughs> after that, it's been sitting work? there for a bit. <laughs> I don't think we would know that works even if it did. I mean, a, it, what is a bag of holding if not similar to a Yeti cooler? <laughs> Stop Vacuum it. insulated? Does it dimension? come with any White Claw? It's dimension insulated. <laughs> it's exclusively for White Claw, actually. How much White Claw? How many White Claws can you fit in a bag of holding? White Claw, please sponsor us. <laughs> we, we can find that out. This brought to you by math. And, and not claw. White Claw. <laughs> no, not White they Claw. They actually okay. sent us a cease and desist as well. These uh, hard topo okay, chicos so are better than white claws. That's probably this is, true. This is better so than white claws. It can hold twenty-five bulk, and I think four light bulk, which would be like a can of something equals one bulk. So you could have a hundred white claws in this. That's a fair amount of white claws. Pretty yeah. good. Sweet. Let's do it. We're taking all the wine. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are all. You guys are all celibate, or you know, you're into like Jesus or whatever. You don't need wine. Actually, uh, Jesus. people into Jesus do need wine. Yeah. It's part of the the thing that I'm blanking on. Dude bleeds wine. <laughs> communion? Is that what it is? Yeah, communion. That's the, the word. Um, Yeah, heading out, I'm like Flint and Star are probably kind of like scouting out ahead, I'd imagine. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think at this point you guys exit out of the gates... Before everyone parts ways, uh, Bo will hang back with them because I imagine they will stop after a certain point and um, hug them both for just a little too long, but not too, too long. And um, say, good luck. And you, you know I'll be back. So I'll see you then. He just turns and walks away. You talking about Vesserin and uh, no. Olsen? Yep. Okay. I look forward to it, Bo. But as I told you, I'm headed to Solsperia. But I'm sure the Oracle would love to catch up if you have time later. I told you I'd visit you, Vesserin. So, like I said, I'll see you then. It's on the other side of the world. It'll take about a year to get there. Well, it's Good. too late to say no. I already said I would. So. Well, never mind. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Bo. And with that, your party exits the Temple of the Dusk and Dawn, taking your first steps on the path into the Kravnox Mountains. Flint's Groth, both of you would know that passing through the mountains is treacherous as well as lengthy. And several areas will provide different challenges. But regardless of how you spin it, the first area you must pass through coming from the south is the Giant's Spires. A long, craggy, 
narrow path that leads into the base of the mountain range. Notably beautiful by its stacked towers of rocks and pillars of ancient stone. But it is no doubt without its own hazards and dangers. So, both of you would know that passing through the giant spires, you can travel along the old king's road, or you can travel somewhat off of it, but since it is so narrow leading into the mountain ranges, the difference can be negligible. And correct me if I'm wrong, but a like notable hazard for off-the-grid travelers before would have been that tower of Godfrey's Watch, right? Overlooking the King's Road portion. Correct. Um, Which is not probably going to be an issue now. Let me pull. What I'm wondering, can we? I was going to ask, can we see Godfrey's Watch at all, any point during this leg of our travel? You definitely, definitely will be able to. Do you have that map you can pull back up to? I kind of like that map. Thank you. The world map. The world map or the locale map? The locale, yeah. Traveling down from the temple, going into the giant spires, you'll definitely be able to glimpse Godfrey's Watch. Actually, it would take a small detour, but you could go to the edge of the right sort of cliffside that is closest to the Temple of the Dusk and Dong and look across the chasm that is Giant Spires to where Godfrey's watch is or was. I mean, yeah, I imagine we'd probably be keeping the high ground if we could. Wherever possible. Okay. Just clarify, that high ground does not lead into the Mountain's Flint. We've... We have talked about that before. We'll have to go low ground to get in there. You could okay. potentially skip past half the giant spires, but it would involve rigorous climbing. Well, I'm just wondering, in terms of the game mechanics, these these dashed lines are roads, right? More or less. Okay, so would it be faster to follow the road back down south of giant spires or to cut through this, like this pass right here uh, it, regardless if it's more treacherous or not so what I'm saying is if you were to cut through the pass from where you are going scaling the cliffside you would have to scale about a 80 foot cliff okay so it's doable but in this these weather conditions that could be deadly on its own well, I think uh, being with the scouting party I think uh Flint and Star probably have a chance to have a conversation about this. And Flint, yeah, just ask. All right. So we could save some time by cutting down this cliffside, but it looks uh, to be less than ideal in these icy conditions. What do you think, Star? Definitely save us some time. Um, I would say if all of our companions had the grace that you and I sometimes possess, perhaps. But I, I think it may be too treacherous for us as we are uh knowing that we're going into the icy cold mountains could we have asked the people at the temple if they had like climbing gear cold jackets uh groth do you still have that harness where you can carry one of us like a baby on your back <laughs> like weather clothes like cold weather clothes <laughs> they would have definitely provided you with cold weather clothes as well as some climbing pittance 
With that, that pasta scold, or did they give them to us? That'll be free. That's fine. I'm gonna add to my. So that will allow you to avoid most of the damage from the extreme cold until you get deeper into the mountains. And once we pass through the giant spires and get deeper in the crab knocks, the cold's going to become a very treacherous factor in travel. Okay. Well, as much as I'd like to try to catch up to our target as quickly as possible, I think it might be better just to go back around and play it safe. Imagine at some point probably re rejoin with the you know rest of the party, and uh, yeah, Flint would say to them, um, "Listen, we're we're following a big group of pretty well trained militiamen. Essentially, they will probably have left scouts along their path to make sure that they aren't being followed. So everybody should really keep your head on a swivel until we get a lay of the land." But also mostly, you know, what's your guys' opinion? Does you want to scale a cliff or do you want to take the safe route and go around? You know, I'd have never called that the safe route before, but uh, with that tower being rubble, well, I don't see any reason not to just walk the road. We were given some climbing gear. It might not be too difficult. I'm not One sure how slip, many though. resources we have like that to I guess acquire around here I mean the temple only has so much and I mean I can't imagine turning back now Star also will say we also don't have the quietest of the party here uh, I would think we would be in some really big trouble if we came across flying creatures or even scouts with arrows and bows this would... is true I could probably climb but I could not do it quietly you ever climbed it, a rope? Felt like it was made of ice. I have not. like to? <laughs> Is that a wiener joke? I'm not coming on to you. That's a, that's a serious question. <laughs> I did not think you were. But no. And we all know Kiaran is super perceptive to people hitting on her. <laughs> yeah. She's taken. <laughs> She's in a very, yeah, very uh, committed relationship. Yeah, relationship. I think they went furniture shopping together, like <laughs> without her knowing. It was uh, weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Crunch definitely did. Okay, so at this point, we are going into exploration mode as we travel. So there are a couple things you can do. First of all. If you guys want to go full speed, run in the whole way, whole way, charging straight ahead, you can do that. However, you will be vulnerable to potential attacks as well as under the risk of getting fatigued. Or you could travel at half speed and do things like stealth or avoid notice, things of the such. What if we wanted to kind of be like... Imagine tracking an entire orc warband is probably not too difficult, but we probably kind of want to be doing that, right? Yeah, somebody can do that. Somebody can scout. Somebody can stealth. We can, however, we want to do this. So let me, uh, let me read off some of the encounter. I'm sorry. Let me read off some <laughs> of the exploration activities that we can do. That's fine. You can read re the encounters if you want. Uh, well, I make Some's them up as we list. go. I'm surprised you don't challenge ratings and all. Again, make up as I go. 
Which explains why they're so well balanced. 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 Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Very hot. I can't do this. All right. So our options here are avoid notice if you wanted to stealth. Defend, though none of you have a shield, so that doesn't apply. If anybody detects magic, you could routinely cast the te detect magic the whole time. You can follow the expert if everybody wants to try to stealth under the lead of somebody or something of the such. You can investigate, you can repeat a spell, you can scout, you can search, you can hunt. Uh, I would so definitely like hunt doing? as we go. You want to hunt? Yeah. Are you a particularly good hunter? I can cast produce flame on a squirrel and make a cook squirrel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's some Zelda shit. How many shit. squirrels are we going to Yeah, true. <laughs> Can you fuse it to your sword, though? Can you run it over to your <laughs> horse and light it with a fire arrow and cook it? Have <laughs> nice. you ever made a lawnmower in Tears of the Kingdom? <laughs> Seen someone do it. <laughs> okay, so, Groth, you're going to keep an eye out for game. Yes. Okay. I assume while sticking close to... Close-ish close to the group? Yeah. A rearing position. Maybe the rearmost. Okay. Child rearing for crunch. Uh -huh. He's gone. He's gone forever. He died. He went to college. <laughs> oh, God, no. so fast. <laughs> Not college. He went to plan his and Kieran's wedding. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. He's a committed type of person. He falls in love fast. Not just crunch. going for that one night stand. He never <laughs> learns. I think that Bo wants to help track like help serve like keep us alive on the trail you want to keep the trail of the orcs moving yes i'm trying to keep the like the path going make sure we're safe and like that we're keeping on a good path of where we're trying to go okay cool uh flint star kiaren what are y'all doing um, um flint's kind of trying to keep ahead and like you know, looking for... He's a little more familiar maybe with places where, like, good ambush points or, like, scouting positions would be. So you want to scout? Yeah, that sounds okay. good. Okay. What What is there left to do? I mean, you can also... You can double up and do whatever. You don't have to completely yeah, sure. cover everything. Don't. But there was avoid notice... Detect magic if you have it. Defend if you have a shield. Hunt. Follow the expert, which you could potentially lead a stealth charge. Uh, investigate. Repeat a spell. Scout or search. Okay. I will help hunt. You'll help hunt? Okay. Do you want to aid or would you like to try your own check? I will branch off to the other side of the road from Groth. Okay. okay. And I think I'll just try to, if we could do follow the expert or a stealth, I'll try to keep us, keep us stealthy. You can nice. also, you don't have to rigorously like adhere to these two. If you have an idea like covering tracks or something like that, feel free to. Yeah. Okay. Think about something like that as well. I think somebody's covering tracks in front of me, and I'm just, like, m trudging right through their cover. <laughs> B-5-fo-fum. I mean, how heavy is the snow? 
like is it snowing a whole lot is it not snowing at all because if it's snowing a ton we i mean i mean it should be covered pretty quickly give me a survival check real quick Thirteen. I think one thing I'd say is just... You know it's difficult to track in snowfall at all. Perhaps somebody who's a particularly excellent tracker could track you, but... You have a hard time with a thirteen even finding your own track sometimes, just right behind you. All right. Okay. Uh, I think I'll just, uh, I don't know. I'll let everyone know, like, uh, covering our tracks may be the smart thing to do, but frankly, I, it would take a lot for someone to track us, just in my experience, in this kind of snow, but do as you will. Way behind your ear. Boys? Where are you? <laughs> Guys, I can't track you. I was, I was following your footprints, but I disappeared. Help. Okay. Uh, hey, let's squirrel. get some let's get some rolls going for the first day. Let's start with the scout. Actually, we'll end with the scout. That's a better idea. Okay. So shut up, Zane. I will. Thank you. Let's go ahead and go with Bo. Why don't you roll a survival to keep on track with all these orc parts? And at this point, it's been a couple hours since you left the temple. You've pivoted. You're on the old king's road and following right along. Survival? Survival, yes. Come on. Yeah, 32. Nice. Nice. Yeah, you have no problem following these tracks. In fact, with a 32, you could tell that you see orc tracks. You see troll tracks, slightly bigger than orc. And you also see several tracks of a cart, a push-pull cart. And all of this lines up with what Flint saw in his scouting as well. In fact, you probably also notice some wolf tracks. Uh, I'm going to point out the wolf tracks to the hunters. Uh, okay. And also, for Flint, just confirm that I see exactly what he was telling, but in the sign within the signs of this these tracks. And you would get the sense with such a high rule that those wolf tracks were probably traveling with the orcs, so they're oh, likely. Oh, I see. So it wasn't yeah. like, I, for some reason, I would imagine that they were after the fact or just some... You know, maybe nearby. No, they were likely some sort of animal companion. Mm, or birth never mind the then on that. I mean, I'll still let anyone within earshot to to know what I see, but... Hmm. Oh, loyal no meat. Huh? <laughs> loyal meat. Hard is going to get. <laughs> it's fucked up. Okay, uh, Groth, Kieran wants you to give me hunting checks. That's going to be a survival. Or if you have lore terrain of this I'll specific have you know terrain. I don't. Good. I didn't get a critical success. To track? Mm-hmm. Uh, you did, but the critical success identified the tracks. I just wonder if there's any recent, like, tracks. If there's anything I can give the hunters. 
I mean, what you found is what you know. Okay. That'd be a blast at 20 for me on survival. Flash at I got a okay. 24. Okay. Groth, you are unable to find anything. Kiaran, you are barely able. You manage to skewer some kind of snowbird, maybe with a dagger or some sort of ranged instrument. And it is going to provide you with two rations for the day. I take it down with my whip. <laughs> That's the most efficient hunting weapon. Right. So as you guys are traveling in the snow, trying to remain inconspicuous, you break the sound barrier with your whip to yeah. kill a small owl. A small, efficient sonic boom. <laughs> what would have been a four-ration bird now provides two rations. <laughs> Okay. Star, did you have a action you wanted to do? Did you want to do a stealth? Yeah. I I don't know how much it'll help though since we're fucking cracking whips and I mean if <laughs> nothing else, if combat breaks out, you'll be stealth. That's true. Uh yeah, I'll go ahead and just roll. So you Star pops up and afterwards and like shh <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> what the fuck? Right behind just... Kiaran. <laughs> it literally that carries so much loud. farther across snow. Didn't even know you had a whip. <laughs> put, put it in the bag of holding. You're done. You're done for the night. Don't let her train. You can have a bag with morning. the whip. <laughs> uh, okay, I got a twenty-seven. Okay, great. You, you're kind of in your element here. The snow is falling lightly, so it's not too heavy to impede your movement, but it is giving you concealment. You're easily slipping out of notice of even your companions. Now, well, you're you're like a white against white, so it's like yeah, it's really... yeah. And now for the scout, give me a perception check there, Flinteroni. Oh, perception. Let's see how this. God damn it, fucking. Yeah, reroll. <laughs> how many of those? Damn, how many of those do you have? I hate. I hate everything. I hate everything so much. Rolled a uh, three and then a four, so a total of eighteen. Eighteen. Mm-hmm. I find it impressive how low I can roll to offset the fact that I have like I'm an expert in perception. I have a plus fourteen. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah. In a bad way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Roll me a d4. Okay. Okay. Three. You are continuing through the giant spires and traveling for several hours now. The road leads you in a twisting, turning path curving around these giant stalagmites that are protruding out like sharp daggers from the earth. Around a corner, around another corner, through snowfall, it's it's hard to really navigate. The only thing keeping you going really is, Bo, this trail is very obvious to you. And you don't see up ahead while you're scouting, Flint. In fact, I think you come back and report that there's nothing to find before you continue on 
and nothing seems to grab your attention. But you're starting to feel tired and it's starting to get really cold. You need to find a place to rest. Or you can continue through the night, but risking cold, extreme cold damage as well as fatigue. I mean, it's probably in our best interest to uh, rest for the night. There's no reason to push ourselves. Would somebody like to try to find a place to rest? Um, I have no problem doing that. Go ahead and give me a survival check. Can Groth assist? Yeah, give me a survival check. If you roll a 20 or higher, she gets a plus one for an aid. Well, that should have been about a 30, but instead it was a 10. Unfortunately, you're unable to aid. I got a 21, so not the best, but not the worst. 21. Okay. You find somewhat of a covered area. It's not ideal. It's not a cavern. It's barely warmer than being out in the open, but it'll protect you from snowfall and maybe insulate from a fire. And unfortunately, due to the weather, unless you have some other means of, of warming yourselves, you will need a fire. Star, I guess... I don't know if I would know this, but if you want me to roll something for it, I will. Star will kind of look at Groth and say, if you can kind of make us a dome shape of some sort, uh, we may be able to conceal the fire, but it would also help sort of insulate some of our body heat. We'd all have to kind of uh, cuddle together tonight, but... I think Ross just, like, lays on his back in the four-foot-deep snow and just makes a snow angel. <laughs> it's big enough for everybody to fit and have their own sleeping quarters. <laughs> you get no, this I'm arm, you get this like, <laughs> Star's talking about, yeah. like, building up sort of a uh, wall of sorts, like, igloo. Think igloo. Yeah, I mean, I think I've got a... Uh, Flint's got a plus 12 in survival. He's trained and kind of familiar with the situations. Like, would, he would probably know, like, a way you can sort of, like, compact snow to make like an igloo right uh i th give me a survival check sure can i, can I assist, assist? Oh, yeah oh, yeah. Let, yeah let bow assist jesus both of you Christ. can roll an aid okay roll survival if you get 20 or higher he gets a plus one nope <laughs> no <laughs> okay i got a 19 because apparently i can't roll above a fucking 10 I got 19. I have a plus 13 survival, so that tells you a lot, too. We're going to die the first day into this fucking <laughs> can I, trip through the can craft Can I uh, sacrifice one of my uh, re-rolls for Flint to try again? Sure. Okay. Go ahead, Flint. Okay. The <laughs> irony of us well. of us dying without a fire with a flint on deck. That's so sad. I rolled sad. a 7 again. <laughs> oh, my okay. God. So, yeah, at this, this point, ridiculous. it's getting cold. It's getting late. You just have to throw something up and throw a fire together before it's it's really I here's what I'll allow. You can attempt to check again, but if you do, I'm all gonna give you a fortitude save to take a little cold damage. Uh what do you mean, like to continue to try to get the fire built or what? To, you can build a fire. 
but if you're trying to do an insulating thing where the fire's not noticeable around you, like you're cutting into time where it's you either make the sure. fire now and or you sustain some damage from the weather. I mean, but we, if we make the fire, we're good though, right? Yeah, you're fine. Okay, I, I think Flint's priority at this point is just to get the fire going. He's I mean, I think that makes frustrated. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I'm just gonna, yeah, Flint's just gonna try to keep making, gonna focus on building a fire at this point. While they were spending time trying to build this dome thing with the snow, could Kiaran have been taking steps to try to make our sleeping area a little more hidden? Give me a survival check, but it's gonna be a really hard DC because. It's all, at this point, you've got five people under this sort of archway trying to build a fire, trying to figure out how best to do that. So you've got a couple failed survival checks under your belt. It's essentially I think maybe at, the, at this point, too, it's, since there's people that are, like, supposed to be at least kind of good at this sort of thing, it's it's less about, like, the fact that they can't do it and more the fact, like, the snow just isn't yeah, wet enough yeah. to compact Yeah, I wasn't like trying that. to help with the snow thing. Sure, yeah. For sure. I was but more it's... trying to pull in, like, branches and stuff. and Right, but if you're lighting a fire under a yeah. giant craggy archway, and also I would say it's going to be hard just because this is a more barren landscape, but give me your roll. 24. 24, okay. So I think you can kind of do a little, but it's not going to amount to much, especially with the orange flicker of the flame underneath. Anybody passing by will probably see you, but you also have the benefit of it's perpetually dark. Okay. I'll come back in once Flint has the fire going and flop my snowbird next to him and be like, you know how to cook this, right? I mean, it's not much, but I'll do what I can with it. You know, Flint, uh, tomorrow if you just want to worry about and some branches and stuff. I can make fire like, like that. Snap my fingers and <laughs> just oh, make flame on my finger. Imagine how frustrating that is. <laughs> like trying to make a fire in the snow, and then all of a sudden somebody's like, "Oh, I could just instantaneously magically make it." Right, but I think also Flint was more focused on trying to create a shelter, and this, that wasn't yeah, going for well. Yeah, sure, for I sure. I would think that building a fire isn't too difficult. No, the the fire's fine, but yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to give you shit. Relax. Right. I will not receive it. Sorry. Calm down. Negative. Groth's going to give you a mountain. You can sit under it if you won't receive it. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, you know the crab knocks? They're not really rock. Just okay. Groth's chiseled ass. And the first night is coming to an end. Are you guys keeping watch, just trying to go to sleep? I would probably suggest we take turns keeping watch. Yeah. Uh, what's the order of watch here? We'll need at least four people. first. So, question. You're making it sound like it's already, like, super cold out. Like, down at here. At night, yeah. Aren't we heading, like, south, too? I don't know. No, uh, you're heading north, north into the mountains. Oh. I thought we were going down to the giant spires first. You you are already past that. Oh, okay. You're into um, the giant spires, though. Would I be, like, so cold that I need to take off my plate armor at night? You would need to take your plate armor at night every night. Okay. Because otherwise, if you sleep in heavy armor, you'll get fatigued. Okay. Good to know. 
Um, Flint will take last watch, probably. Last. Grath, you got first. Flint's got last. Who's got second and third? I'll get second. I'll take third. Okay. I will stay up I mean, on one of honestly, those I mean, honestly, we'll probably all have to cuddle up close to Groth because he's got perpetually warm skin from what <laughs> I remember. So, I will assist Bo on second watch. I'm going to shove my cold hands down the back of his pants so it's <laughs> gripping his butt. It's sweaty in there. Gross. <laughs> Starlet, give me a perception check. Uh, 21. With a 21, you are keeping watch as your four companions are cuddled together in an array of big and little spoons. The fire is kept low, but burning to provide some sort of warmth. And the wind is howling through the giant spires. And pacing around your resting area a little bit. You feel like you hear maybe the snapping of a twig. And it pulls your attention very quickly. It takes you a minute to focus, especially in this darkness, but you do have low-light vision, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And you're able to see several sets of glowing green eyes. Awesome. As three basilisks step forward out of the shadows. What? Hunting, ready to pounce on their prey who has walked in to their den. Fucking A. And Tell we'll see here at the moment. what happens next time on the Reroll Podcast. Well, it's been a good I, run. I, yeah. I rolled like 20-something. I felt like that wasn't that was too good to uh, go into a basilisk cave, but... You rolled a... <laughs> well, it's not in the cave, but you rolled a, what, 21 on your survival, or was it an 18? No, it was like 22 or 24 or something like that. I don't think it was that high. Yeah, I'll roll the tape back. But also, your scout rolled an 18 for leading you guys and looking out for danger up ahead. True. We found it, though, to be fair. That's we arguably yeah. very true. <laughs> we are aware of the threat now, which is the important part. Well, I guess technically not yet. Star is the only one that's aware of it, but yes. Hmm. Well, it's going to be like, ah, there's those uh, basilisks that I saw earlier. Ah, there they are. I told y'all about. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons, living or dead, or actual events are purely coincidental. Reroll Gaming uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy, we are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Reroll Gaming is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we can use in our games. The Reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright Zingaring. The Chronicles of Rel theme and Frequency theme 
our copyright Tanner Prentice. Please consider donating to our Patreon or Ko-fi if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. And leave us a review wherever you heard this episode. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.